Laced Out podcast, the boys talk about the Chad. A couple of Collingwood blokes in serious COVID-19 breaches. Lucky Hunter is back and Peps goes through his top five players of the year so far. Hosted by Chris Pepper and Jamie Wallace, we bring you your footy how you want it. Lace Out. Now, on with the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I don't know where Chris Pepper is. I've started the show. I've started the thing. It's all live on Facebook. We are set to go. But unfortunately, my co-host with the most is not here. I don't know where he is. I don't know if he's still recovering from the weekend. I don't even know if he wants to show his face today. Oh, he's here. Chris, Chris. Oh, my God. It's so great to see you, Chris. Um, whilst he's getting himself sorted, he's got a bit, of, a bit of a sad look. He's a bit of a sourpuss right now. I don't know how he's going. He's, he's a bit emotional. I haven't really spoken to him about it, but he's just a couple of text exchanges back and forth. Chris, welcome to the show. Welcome, listeners. Welcome, everyone. I suppose let's just open up, Chris, with a bit of an emotion. We'll start with um, Feelings Corner. Chris, how are you feeling? I don't know about you, mate. I can't wait for this season to finish. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. You know what? I'll put it this way, right? So last, uh, g'day listeners and viewers and everybody who's on the, on the chat with us already, on the podcast. I don't know about you, but um, you know when, when, when your team is that bad, And you just don't want to turn up on Tuesday night knowing that we're going to have to record this. That's how I'm feeling right now. It is just... You know what? Here's the only way. This is the only way I can put this in perspective. I was listening. This, is, this describes... Motley Crue said it best. This, this is what they said. It's the same old freaking situation. Again. Another week, another season, another situation. It is just crap. Crap. It's just, I don't know. It's just awful. It's just crap. That's all I can say, mate. That is all I can say. They were woeful on the weekend. They've been woeful all year. And you know what? They're going to be woeful for another five unless something freaking changes again. Can, I, can you believe I can say that? Two years ago, we made a prelim. Two years ago, we made a prelim. Now we, now we can't even make anything in the forward 50. We are shit. Melbourne, you're shit. I'm over it, Jamie. Your video's gone. I oh, know. Even your video. The video's even cracked it more than I have. Oh, it's just awful. You know, people out there watching that now or listening to this awesome podcast, Get stuck into me. I'm a Melbourne supporter. It's never going to change. But just get stuck into me because we're poo. And to think that it's going to be any different any other year is just poo. Beyond frustrated, mate. Beyond frustrated. Like I said, watching Melbourne is like going to the strippers. They tease, they tease, they tease. But they just don't deliver. Hands off. 
God, I literally, I, I was watching a game and I just could not. I was salivating having to talk to you about this game because you were, you were you were texting me after the game, going, "I can't wait to talk about your forward line." <laughs> I've been counting down the hours. I've had a headache all day just thinking about what you're going to get stuck into me. Remember, remember when you had a 24, 25 year old, two hundred and five centimeter, hundred kilo plus forward in the name of uh. I, do we even talk about his name anymore? I don't yeah, know no, 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 listen. I've got a lot of time for the man named Jay Hogan, but he was always going to go back to Perth. He was always going to go back to Perth. But then you told me in confidence, Jamie, yeah. we're fine. We're good. We've got Tom McDonald. He, he, he's kicked us 36 goals this year. He kicked 50 that year. 50. Was a... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can you can you guys hit a target in your forward? Can you? Oh, we couldn't hit water if we fell out of a boat at the moment. What what I don't get, what I don't get is why do you have to handball so much in the forward fifty? Because what do you do? We are idiots. We are idiots. Anyone who watches the game on the weekend, you got blokes running into goal. They're too scared to kick it. They're too (laughs) they're too scared to kick it. When we were growing up as kids, mate, if you're in the forward fifty. Don't even think about getting a handball. We're hogging that bastard. We're, Absolutely. We're pinging the big sticks, mate. Now it's all this, well, you've got to, you know, you've got to tear it around and make sure it's at the top of the square. Fuck bullshit, mate. Ping it from 50. Just ping it at the goals. You know who I've got a lot of respect for? And I'm, I'm going to mention him a little bit later on. Lockie Neal. How good was he on the weekend? What did he kick? He kicked one goal. No, hold on. Was it? No, Hugh McCluggage kicked one goal five. <laughs> Good on him. He's had six pings at the sticks. That's yep. the way it should be played. Be That's... greedy. Be a hog. Team um, players. Seriously, if only one person was greedy enough, we would have won that game. Oh. What? What I love. Oh, here we I... go. Oh, now they're coming out of the woodworks, aren't they? Here we go. I... The St Kilda people. Oh, here we go. Why don't we start talking about St Kilda after we beat Richmond? <laughs> We'll get onto them later on, people. All right. Hey, so look, we've got lots to talk about tonight. It's going to be a massive episode. Plenty of things to talk about. Um, most importantly, everybody tuning in tonight, tuning into the podcast. We love you. You're part of the Lace Out family. Get on the chat, leave a comment. Main thing is be part of the show. You be part of the show. You leave a comment, we read it out. Unless you're someone that we don't like and we'll just laugh at it. And we'll probably read it out. But anyway, just, just set it in. Be part of the show. You're with the great man, J-Dog. He's got Ray's 10 City in the front of his shorts at the moment. He is just <laughs> loving Port Adelaide. How is it? It's a corrupt footy season and Port Adelaide decide to do something. When it's normal, they're going to be poo. They'll be poo next year. When it goes back to normal, they will be poo. But at the moment, you're playing some great footy, mate. I'm actually enjoying watching your mob. As I said to and, uh, and I, I actually reckon, sorry, and I actually reckon there's uh, there's a big reason why your team is playing great football at the moment. I've, I've worked it out on the weekend. I worked it out. We have a forward structure. No, has <laughs> nothing to do. Nothing. Oh dear. Tarps. Tarps. They put They're tarps gonna... up behind the goals, and it felt like it felt like football park again for you. You're in. It was like your home game. You saw those tarps. Tarps and no crowd, and it felt like you were back in Adelaide. So why aren't Melbourne playing like they're at 
no crowd like they get at their games. Because we don't put tarps. No, we have no one. We can't. The fake crowd is throwing us off. <laughs> <laughs> or we could use a heart as well. That's the other thing missing from our from our structure as well, too, mate. Hey, listen. So when heaps, there's heaps to talk about. Oh. Um, I've got a topic that I want to I want to top talk about. You you time. go first, mate. You I normally start off with the first topic, but I think this week, you know, I think you're you're going to be the host with the most, and I'm just going to be the man uh, behind the stumps, just giving you the well played, Jamie. Let's keep going. What have you got for us? Well, the first one is I am sick to death of Alistair Clarkson whinging about the state of football. I am sick to death of Chris Scott whinging about the state of football. Whinging at the game is slow. It's unwatchable. It's 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 not good entertainment. Yeah. Peps, the last thing, the last time I checked the. Uh, the old football records, which is never. <laughs> the coaches have a huge say in how the game's played, and I'm pretty sure that Clarko started the chip pass possession game. I think the chip, look, the chip pass, if you go back, it was when the Doggies beat the Dons. If you remember that game, when the Doggies beat the Dons, they chipped it around, chip, 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 chipped around everywhere, and they got the win. What, what well, we're going back that? when Jesus... Played center half back for the Jerusalem Thirds, mate. That's how far back we're going. I think you're at, okay. it was like when they lost their only game for the season. Okay, but what? Look, I must admit, when I heard Clarko have a crack, I was rapt that he said it because I understand they had 63 tackles, mate, and did not get one one drop on the drop on the ball. There, there is a little bit of merit in that. Okay, fair enough. But when Chris Scott comes out and says. Slowing the game, chipping the ball, etc., is ruining the game. I don't know what game you were actually coaching on Sunday, but that's exactly what your team did. Yeah, that's what he's. Te- that's what their team did. Yeah, and probably under instruction as well. So don't give me the oh the games and you you coached your team to do that. All right, so stuff you off. I don't I don't have any time for that. For Clarko, definitely I liked him having a crack at the umpires. You know what? I love oh. I love the way no, I love the way he comes out and just says it. Okay. Pets, I would love my talking. coach to show some sort of emotion. I, do you remember in Police Academy? Have you watched Police Academy one? Yeah. All right. Do you remember when they go into the ho- they go into the dormitory and there's yep. a hooker in the room and they have mm-hmm. to hide the hooker, so they stick it under the lectern? Yes. And then um the Commandant Lassard stands up in front to give a speech. Yep, and she gets... Yeah, and she, she gets, gets a little bit... Mm-hmm. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need that. Yep. Not, oh, it was Captain Mauser. Thank you for a good uh, Lee Mac on the chat. Captain Mauser. But I thought it was Commandant Lassard was the one who was, uh, let's just say, getting the work under the table. What needs to happen is that they need to do that to Simon Goodwin under the table so he will show some sort of emotion at a press conference because it is the same boring shit every single time and we're fed up so when i see an opposition coach have a crack i love it because i want that in a coach because if you've got a coach who's like that your team's going to play like that and you know what when you've got when you've got 47 flags in the last 48 years like what's his name was hawthorne have had i couldn't care what their coach does because i want some success and if you were in the same boat, you'd have the same success as well. So don't give me that. 
I but I find it pretty rich that like this 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 is the Clarko ploy. His team's going crap. Oh, he does deflect. He he's a mirror. He reflects it. And he has a whinge about the umpires. You watch from now on. Hawthorne are going to go from like here with their free kicks. Oh, free kick Hawthorne. To like up here for the rest of the season. You watch this now. It is classic you Clarko watch. for 10 Let's years. just see how many free dropping the balls I get next week. Dropping the ball. Yeah, and I do agree. The whole prior opportunity and incorrect disposal is another one. And I'll say it again. Another bullshit rule. It was dropping the ball. You get caught, it's dropping the ball. Not as, if you're not good enough to get a if you're not enough good enough to get the ball away, too bad. It's just it's just crap, mate. It's crap. No. No. For someone Epps, you are an old school person who every season comes on this podcast and says, leave the game alone. And now you're asking for a rule change. No, it's not a rule change. Mate, the rule has never the rule has always been the same. It's how it's interpreted. That's the thing. It's how it's interpreted, Jamie. Get your head around it. Stop living in go... stop living in Port Adelaide fan, you know, Port Adelaide freaking fantasy land for once. All right. Mate, it's the way it's, it's interpreted. Common. It's a just it's stupid. You want another one? How long does it take for them to ball the ball up at a stoppage? Ten seconds. Second. Are you serious? Now, are you over there, John? Yeah, John's over there. And Peter, are you over there? Yep, beautiful. Now, both of you are going up for the ruck, aren't you? Is that correct? Yes. Now, I'm going to be making... Now, what he does is that they stand there and they go, now, I'm going to be making my way out this way, making my way out this way, so stand out of my way when I throw the ball up and I'm going to run backwards like this. Okay? Just throw the freaking thing up. It's not about you. It's about the players. And, you know, if you do that, less people will run to the contest and they'll spread quicker. Just but think of... I'm thinking about it, mate. You're not. Who did, who was the main team that was the instigator of the third man up? Geelong. Oh, no, With, Bulldogs were. The Bulldogs yeah, used to come over the top. I want the third man up again, mate. I want the third man back in. Everybody was picking on the Ruckman, not getting their fair share of tap outs. The third man up at a boundary contest, if you go back five years ago, whenever the rule was in, a lot of that was used as, a, as a, an attacking, attacking uh, move to get the ball out of the area. They'd come over the top and go, bang, Geordie Lewis would do it a lot. The mm. Bont would do it a lot. It was used but as an attacking Anything that's attacking gets pulled out of the game. But it wasn't seen as attacking because it was no. seen as crap. Grums and there's another man at the, at the contest and um, it was taking the run out of the game. That's, bull, the... that's crap, Jamie. They, but you know they did absolute crap. The ruck nomination yep. is a farce. The 666, mate, wait, oh, seriously, I'll get the Groundhog Day theme going in a moment because we talk about this every week. The 666, it's the biggest crock of shit that's been rolled out in the last five years as well. It hasn't made one difference to, it's only made one difference to one game which was the Melbourne Gold Coast game last year. That's it. Teams used to, use, used to come off the back of the square as an attacking move. You've got 100 minutes to win a game. If you flood because you're five points up with a minute to go, fantastic. That's the position. The AFL should not continually modify. Leave the game as it is. And I'm just sick of it. I'm just freaking sick of it, mate. And I'm sick of the way. And I'll keep going because I'm out of control tonight. The other thing that I'm sick of, I'm a Melbourne supporter, right? 
This is going to be the fourth week in a row that we've been stuffed by the freaking AFL COVID shit. All right? First game, yeah, the camera's even cracked it. The first game, we got stuffed because we were told one, one hour or an hour and a half before the first game that uh, the season's going to be cancelled against West Coast. So the blokes couldn't even give a shit. The second week turned up. Essendon, once again, another false positive. We had Our game got cancelled, so we had a bye. We turn up against Geelong after having a week off through no fault of our own because some other nuff-nuff covid it up. And then, because of what the hell is this... Um, uh, what the hell is this thing going on? Um, the COVID stuff up in Queensland, we're planning to play Sydney in Sydney. Oh, fantastic. We'll just stuff you up again, and you're going to go and have to play Richmond. Like, come on, give it a break, for Christ's sake. Just Why don't you just over it? Everyone said move to the hubs. I can't wait for the A-League to start. Every, everyone said move to the hubs, and Melbourne team's like, no, 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 we're not going to the hubs. No, we're travelling away from our families. Suck it up, Melbourne teams. Get it done. That's Stop true. whinging about it. Yeah, it's true. We've just lost the sets. But no, it's true. It's, I agree, mate. I agree. Should have gone to a hub. I should have gone to a hub. But we didn't go to a hub, and that's what's happened, and we can't do anything about it, and that's it. Well, don't, don't back down now, Peps. You were fired up two seconds ago, and now you're back in there. I'm still fired up. I'm just, I'm just peeved, mate, that they just can't leave things the way it is. Stuff other clubs around, for Christ's sake. But my club is shit, so let's move on to something else. Hey, let's talk about something else. Can we talk about your what mob? You Can we talk about your yeah. mob? Your mob's awesome. Yeah. I love watching your mob. Chris. Yes. Hey, tell me, in the comments, people, when you're listening to this podcast, listening to the live show, tell me if you've got some uh, Port Adelaide love, because I have. I love Port Adelaide at the moment. They're playing Look exciting football. Mate, they're playing exciting football. You're attacking football. You've got metres gained more than most other clubs. I think that you're, you're demolishing clubs and the metres gained you're getting at the moment. It's just, you're just playing some sexy football. I love I it. can't disagree. Oh, no, you're not going to disagree. But if you look at the, if you look at, uh, well, let's sort of, I'll leave Hawthorne in there, I suppose. But look at the top three teams. Yep. Port, Gold Coast, Brisbane. What's the one thing they're all doing that other clubs aren't doing? Attacking football, my friend. We are attacking. We're not trying to run the clock and play this bullshit chip around. Just go for it. <sighs> Although we have got, we have got this year, we've actually got a forward line. We've actually got a No, forward. no, no. You don't have a forward line. You have someone that I will talk about later who is a genetic beast. So we have that him. only Tex could love to look like. We have three tools. We love the and dick. We have three tools, and then we have a half forward line that are just as gifted around their feet as the forwards. It's a good win, just football. When you watch teams play just nice, exciting football, and you go, I wish we could do that. Yep. And there's a lot of teams going, I wish we could do that. You yep. could, but your coach has got the reins on you too much. People are too scared yep. to make mistakes. Your but team been... your team is like, you know what, we make a mistake, who cares? We'll take it back down there and have another crack. Our, but our, and Peps, you know, we've had this conversation now, threes on our podcast. Port have played a lot of their games in their own forward 50, but couldn't kick the scores. Yeah. What would happen is these teams would get little cheapies over the back and just run it down to their goal line and kick because we our press was too high. So we're locking it in. Yeah. Wonderful. Fantastic. 
but then we're getting scored on the rebound too fast. So what Port have done this year is they've adjusted that line and they've sort of brought it back about 25 metres. Yep. But still leaves a defender deep enough to catch the ones that are a kick over the zone. But it's locking the ball enough in so they get repeat forward 50. So they've found that balance at the moment. Now, that may just be a replayed shitty opposition who haven't got a way to get around it. Um, but you can only play who's in front of you. And another thing is the way that you've taken on the hub and the way West Coast have taken on the hub are two completely different yep. can two completely different manners. You've embraced it, they've whinged about it. And it's yep. showing in the results as well. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you as well, too, because you know, for the you know, this is this is our third year of, of lace out. Uh, I know a number of you have only discovered us this year. I don't know what planet you've been on because I've plugged the absolute crap out of it on social media for the last two and a half years. Jamie hasn't had much good news to talk about. Let's let's be honest. But it's nice for him to get some success. I don't know how long it's going to last for. It might, might only be this year. Enjoy it for what it is, mate. Take the lids off. Enjoy it for what it is, mate. Let's put let's put you in the in the full frame and you know just smile, smile, mate, smile. It's as simple as that. It's good when it's there. It's good when it's there. Hey, uh, a couple of things I need to quickly whip through before we get into uh, another uh, topic in just a moment is, have you seen the, uh, the the news break that's happened tonight? Okay. Uh, yes, I yeah. have. So if anybody is, um, if anybody hasn't noticed that uh, two Collingwood players, this just doesn't just put a smile on your face, two Collingwood so for our Collingwood listeners out there, two of your players have potentially broken uh, COVID restrictions and are being investigated. And those two players are Lyndon Dunn and Steel Sidebottom, who apparently took an Uber together last Saturday night uh, to visit a, um, a medical person from the team who hasn't been excluded from the, the lockdown. And it looks like there's uh, going to be potentially games missed by both of these players. Now, Dunn is looking to be in the frame by getting back with the injury to Jeremy Howe, which was an ugly incident. If you haven't had a chance to see the, the, the photo of Jeremy Howe's leg after what happened on uh, Friday night with against GWS, it's disgusting. But the other thing is that still Sidebottom, who once again is playing some pretty good football at the moment, looks like he's going to miss as well. Um, I don't know what you can say. You know the rules. You're getting paid buckets. Just if it's, you know, my team have copped it, it's time for your blokes to cop it as well too. So I think they're going to have a week off this week. Thoughts, feelings? What's going through your mind right now, Jamie? Um... I don't think this is going to be a one and done. And I do think there's probably players have been against it lots and lots of times in this period. Um, so, yeah, Colin was not going to be the first. I think it's probably a little bit disappointing that it's yep. been senior players who have done it this time. Yep. And especially in a week, or it was last week, sorry. But um, you're looking at Jeremy Howe done and what you said, with side bottom being out this week, potentially. Well, Jeremy Howe for the season let's call it the season now it just doesn't doesn't it's not good timing that's nah, not all good timing not good all. timing yeah you reckon uh bucks will get that beard out and flex the chest a bit of both of them and go fellas yeah that, <laughs> that's not a conversation that you want to be um yeah wouldn't that's a conversation you don't want to be um looking at so i want to move from one 
breach to a major breach. Lockie Hunter has been charged by the cops today over his um, issues earlier in the year in April. A 25-year-old copped a four-game suspension and a $20,000 fine. 15 grand of that suspended. Yep. It's a $5,000 fine. Uh, four charges. Um, but the thing is, he's potentially coming back this weekend. So he, what do you do? Yeah, right. Okay. If you don't remember, um, hit four parked cars. Um, drink driving, it looks like. I'm not suggesting. I'm not. That's four yeah, targets. Quick. That's four targets more than Melbourne hit on the weekend. Um, the, the charges are peps. Pardon? The charges are drink. The charges are drink driving, yep. careless driving yep. to give his name after a collision and failing to render assistance after a collision. Yeah, so he's 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 done well. He's done well. I probably would recommend just next time this bloke better take an Uber. Even better, take an Ola or a Diddy. They give better vouchers. There's some free <laughs> rides in there for him. But yeah, look, you, you, he's. He stuffed up. He's admitted it. He's just going to have to do it. So we'll see yep. what happens in the next couple of weeks. It's not really good news for the great guy. You know, he's coming back this week. But, you know, what can you do? All right. What's on your plate, mate? I've got a couple more, but oh, not a couple. I've got a, I've got a fair bit to get through. But what have you got on your plate, mate? I'll handball it back over to you. Well, I, I suppose the biggest one for me is around... And I can just see already that you and I might have a fight over this. I don't even know want to say it on this podcast right now. <laughs> um, if the players are to go into hubs, there are some players who may opt to not be part of that, yep. but still receive full pay. What's your take on that? Say that so again. Not at a hub. Did you say not that again? Him going into a hub, into yeah. all those rolling hubs they're talking about. Yep. Players who um, who may not want to be part of that hub because mm -hmm. of family reasons or mm -hmm. whatever, but still receiving full match pay entitlements. Entitlement, sorry. So basically you, they're going to your... get paid for doing nothing. So they've had eight weeks off. Yeah. And now they're going to have to go to a hub for, what, four weeks? Mm -hmm. But if they don't want to go, they don't have to go and they'll still get paid. It's a rolling situation at the moment. It's, it's okay, going. okay. Are we soft? Are, are we soft or, or what? Like, what? what? Yet yeah, they're yep. professional sportsmen, for Christ's sake. It's yeah. Trent, Trent Cotchin was the oh, guy that he fuck. Oh, yeah. Today. Good one to go to. Trent Cotchin, the guy who's got two kids married. Understandable. What about the 19 year olds, mate? You just want to go up and party. All right. Well, Rich, Richmond captain Trent oh, Cotchin fuck. has said today that there is a genuine chance that his, some of his teammates will remain at home if the side is required to move to an interstate hub for several weeks. Here's an idea, Trent Cotchin. Your team are going shit at the moment. You drag everybody up there. Look, I can understand if your wife's giving birth, etc. I, I get that. But do you know what? It's not the only bloody sport where things happen like this. The Australian cricketers go for months every year away from their families. Rugby goes away every year. NBA players are going away weeks on end. Professional wrestlers are on the road 250 days a year and they're still able to live their lives and they're getting paid. These guys have got 17 weeks 
Eight of those they're going to be playing at home. Four have already gone. So what are we looking at? What? Four four weeks maximum? So you're going to be... So let me get this right. You're going to be four weeks away from your family playing a sport and getting paid shitloads of money. Yeah. I don't know about anybody out there, but that's like that's that would be fantastic. <laughs> I would love that. I would love it. This oh. is the... Th- if you if you are a, a break. Player, don't you want to just play football? Yes, you just want to play footy. Do you care so where it me, is? No, um, and I don't know. This we, we've had this discussion before. I think I don't know. Maybe week two of our of of season three. Um, shit, now lost my point. Um, week two of season three. So we we'd spoken about this, and we may you know maybe a bit harsh, but. Do it. Just get it done because you've been living under a rock. Nowhere in Victoria. No one's coming to Victoria. No one wants to go out of Victoria. We've had 10 suburbs locked down today um, that are going to be police patrolled at all the exits and and spot checks and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Read the scene, guys. Literally, if you want to play this game, you have to move away from Victoria to keep this season going. It's as simple as that. Oh, it's just the thing that annoys me more than anything is simply this. Why in that? Like, they are getting paid big dollars. You don't want to go. That's fine. Just don't get, you just don't get paid. You get base. That's it. Yeah. Because I don't, I sometimes don't think that they realize A, how much of a fortunate position that they're in. But second of all, how much of um, the money that they're getting is extraordinary compared to the average wage? And I get that. I'm not, and you know, I'm not going to go into that sort of thing. But I just don't real. I just don't think they realise how lucky they are. Yep. Well, the you flip know, side is they're, they're, you've got to have some sacrifices for goodness' sake. The flip side is, if the AFL, if this game gets cancelled this season, so Port obviously win the premiership, um, heaven forbid, I mean, how bad would that be, right? Hey, power. Um, but if the season gets cancelled again and, and they cancel the season, then the AFL could absolutely go to them and say, no games, no no, no pay. Like, what products have you Mate, put I'm on telling you what, season? this league, this league, or the AFL in itself, is not... It... I don't think that's what I was going to say. I don't think they realise how fragile the AFL system is at the moment. Local leagues have completely gone to gone to smithereens. They're non-existent, and especially after the breaches today, leagues, especially across the west, are finished. Don't try and even yep. think about starting because there's teams that can't even you're not even allowed to play because of the COVID side of things. But the leagues on a knife edge, mate. That there's not as much money as people think when there's nothing coming in. Yep. They're, they're come, it's, it's been pulled out of a bank. What they took out a loan yep. at the start of the year, guaranteed of $600 million. Yeah. So, you, you know, you've just got to give a bit of a sacrifice. Anyway, hey, quick question. Do you know the power theme song, j Dog? <laughs> I just saw that comment come I don't through. reckon he knows it. <laughs> Good stuff, Lee Mac. Hey. Um, what is it? So, hey. What is it? Go on. Oh, no, we all are, we all know the middle bit. 
Stop, stop, stop to a top, top, top. That's a classic hook. Yeah, you don't sing that too often, though, do you? Always sing that. Yeah, bullshit. It's all about aggression. He has and got tradition. no idea how to sing the Port Adelaide theme song. I'm actually at the moment teaching my uh, little boy, and he loves the. He has a bit of the power and goes power at the end. My little boy Huxley, he loves it. Just starts screaming like, ah, it's power. <laughs> so I'm actually pretty excited about that as a new dad teaching my son how to sing the Port Adelaide theme song. Yeah, um, I'm still teaching my kids. They don't hear it enough. My kids only hear Pep- it once a weekend. That's when they run out. They don't hear it after the game all that often. Peps, yeah. you can go to your employer right now and say, I want to take a leave a year leave without pay. Yep. Go to them and say, I'll take a year with full pay, but not come to work. <laughs> I do laugh that. The the AFL or the or the clubs that, that have the players as employees, because they are employees of the club. Oh, yeah. Can't they come to get play and say, well, if you don't want to play at the hubs, you don't just get paid. You don't take it. Go home. Uh, it's because that, it's of that, uh, the AFL Players Association. They've, they wield too much power. Uh, AFL um, can't fart without the players having a whinge. Hey, can I talk about something? All yes, right. please. I want to talk about someone. I'm, in a moment, very shortly, I'm going to go through my, my top five so far that I think that I've seen this year. But before I do that, um, there is somebody that I have to, I have to mention before we start. You're not going to like this, Jamie, but I'm going to have to bring this person into the into it. The Chad was great. <laughs> Jamie, the Chad, the Chad has been great. Don't shake your head. The Chad has been great. Someone, someone, a regular contributor to this show um, has been busting my chops over the last couple of weeks to mention this guy, the Chad. And there wasn't any real reason to, and we're talking about Chad, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Wing, how do you pronounce it, Jamie? Chad Wingra, Chad Wingard, Chad Wingard. Yeah, you've already forgotten. Chad Wingard and... Look, up until last year, hadn't been doing much at all, okay? Not Chad Brownlow, Chad Wingard. But he is having, so far, now look, we're four games in, but on a 17-game season, we're already a quarter of the way through. Can you already believe that? He's having a pretty good start to the season. Can I just go through some of his statistics already? He's averaging 17 and a half disposals. He's already kicked nine goals this year. He's first in bounces, third in the Coleman, Ninth in total score involvements, and he's eighth in total meters gained as well. He's bringing the form back, mate. He's bringing the form that he showed with you when he made All Australian. I don't think he's. I don't think he's nine votes Brownlow wise that some people might be saying. I think there's a couple others who would be in front of him. But mate, he's 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 got a bit of his spunk back about him, mate. Like, can you? You just don't want to admit it, do you? I, I think I'm, I love the Chad. I think I love the Chad. When the Chad is on, the Chad's on. He's but on. You... But can you admit that he's on? Okay, At the moment, so... he's on. At the moment, he's on. And, and, and they're doing what he should have been done, is played through the centre. More, more midfield time. Yeah. I will admit that. Good midfielder. Really good midfielder. Yeah. He's playing good footy, mate. Just admit it. When one of your players goes to one of the, when when one of your players goes to another club, 
It's okay to say that. You know what? They're playing some good footy. Jeremy Howe wanted to play as a forward down at Collingwood because we were playing him as a backman. <laughs> Went to a backman. Mate, I'm shattered he's got a, I'm shattered he's got a bung leg. He's a good, he's a good, he's a good player. I like him. He's a bit of yep. a he's a bit of a downhill skier though. Who? Chad. Uh I I yes, yes and no. He when 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 the team's playing well, he plays well. Downhill skier. Is but he the type of guy it, that would say, guys, get on my back and I'll and I'll drag you through this one? Yeah. No. No. Not him. No. Not, no. Not him. no. There's another one of your blokes that does that. I'm going to mention it in a moment. But, uh, yeah, I'm a bit um, mm, just excited to see him play some good footy. He's got a bit of spunk about him. I don't care if he plays great footy all year. Just don't do it against the Demons. Well, see, this is, this is the thing. For Chad Wingard, and this is just two, two of the picks we picked out of this. For Chad Wingard, we got Ryan Burton. And Xavier Dersma, Mr. Boronaro himself. I, I think we won. I just think whatever happens, oh, that is literally well, the trade sorry. last 10 years. Well, everybody says, oh, what's going on with Ryan Burton? But they forget about the Dersma. You forget about him. <laughs> Part of the deal. Part of the deal. Yeah, I, think, I think you've still won that one, mate. I think you've still won it. So, but uh, it's good to see him. It's good to see him being, playing some good footy. I really like it. I really do like look, it. Look, I, 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 I will admit this, guy. This is on the podcast. I'll admit this is the one and only Hawks time. Are on the Hawks are not winning that. The Hawks are not winning at all. The, the anyone who thinks they are, they're dreaming. Po- okay, so I'll, I'll admit this on the podcast. Chad yeah. Wingard go because he is such a port person. Mm. Like he was really upset at getting let go. Port didn't support him. That yeah. is, as a person to person, that's really heartbreaking because he was a through and through Port Adelaide person. Yep. To see him go. But, I mean, on the flip side of the business side of football, we got two guns out of it. Yeah. So you Where's have Burton to do at it. the moment? Burton injured? Uh, Burton's injured, but he's back this week. He's back And Xavier doesn't for four weeks. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. But I'll take those two over Chad Wingard any day of the week. Ooh, controversial. Listeners, what do you think? Leave a comment in on the Facebook page. Or on the chat as we speak. Rightio, what have you got for me? Um, what do I want to talk about with you? Well, did you want to talk about your man love from one of my players? Yes, I will. He's part of my uh, Pep's Top 5. Yep, it's another one of my um, introductions to Pop's Five. So I'm going to go through my top five players who I quick, think so far this year. Quick, 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 quick one. Really quick. Connor McKenna is back this week. Had a positive and then negatives. Huh? So has someone stuffed up there? Because it stuffed up your game. What's happened there, Peps? I don't know, mate. Don't How know. can you be? You know what? I don't good? know. I don't know. I don't care. Hey, did Essendon win on the weekend? No. Did Essendon win know. on the weekend? Listeners, can you let me know? Or can anyone tell me in the chat? Did Essendon win on the weekend? Who did they play? Do you remember who they played? I can't even. I can't, I can't remember who they played. Who did they play? Uh, oh, that's right. They played Carlton. <laughs> oh, that one point. One point. <laughs> oh, oh, I was shattered when that happened. Not. It was, a, 
90 meter run, wasn't it, or something like the 90 meter. 90 oh, meter they even got they even they even got it. They got a 90 meter 90 meter like penalty, and they were yep. beaten by a Liam Jones Falcon on the goal. <laughs> right. Oh, hey! By the way, do you know who has done absolutely nothing so far this year? Who's that? Other than Richmond. Other than Richmond. Who? Oh, I haven't got his song. I have, oh, yes, I have ready. He can't get any better because he isn't. He's, he has done nothing this year. See what happens? <laughs> Someone writes a song about him. He hasn't done anything since. He's going to get dropped. He needs a haircut. <laughs> he needs a haircut. Now they, they, that was a great game. That was a great game to to watch the end of. Because damn, yeah, I was cheering so Carlton home. Something chronic that game. Come on, uh, come on, Blues. Doherty was back at his best. He's playing great footy at the moment, Doc. He, this guy's come off two knee recos, and he's just picked up from where he's where he's um where he left off. All Australian, and he's going to go all Australian again. Alrighty. Yep. So um, I have ready to go my top five players that I have noticed so far this year, and I will have an apology to the Chad because he didn't make my top five. When I started thinking about this. Other people sort of did it the same way and very similar names. So it must be that either I copied them or we just have great minds. So uh, introducing uh, for today is my top five players after round four. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Very much. All right. So strap yourselves in, ladies and gentlemen, because this is going to be fantastic. All right. Now, these are in no particular order, okay? Because I'm just, I've, I've, tried to, I've tried to put in a forward, I've tried to put in a backman, and I've probably chucked in three midfielders. That's how it sort of goes at the moment, all righty? So can I start with uh, number five? And when I say number five, he's just number five on the list, but number one in Jamie's heart, and that's Travis Boak. He is having a sense. He's actually got better since losing the captaincy. He's like, okay. he's like, I think he's getting better since he lost the captaincy. He's like a fine also wine. He's, oh, he's just getting better. Also gone back into the center as well. Oh, big, mate. Big change. Can big I just, change as well. Can I just go through some of his stuff? All right. This, this is some of his statistics so far just for the year, all right? All right. Total inside. He's number one for total inside 50s. He's number one for goal assists. He's averaging 23 and a half disposals. Number three in the league for score involvements. He's number 12 in the league for meters gained. He's just looking, he's just beast, he's beast mode. He's just playing great footy. And I'll tell you what, that's where I was talking about where he puts the team on his back and says, fellas, oh, just come with me. All right? Yeah. Big chance he's up there in the Brownlow. He goes all right pulling Brownlow votes, but he started the year. He could be up there probably seven to eight votes already just based on what yep. we He's just loving it up there, loving it up there uh, in the hub. And uh, like I said, I do love what you guys are doing over there in Port. But geez, I just I just love a midfield that just goes and gets his own ball and just does everything. Can I, oh, can I just? Yep. How good is it that we're talking about Port Adelaide? Not not, not that you care. 
I love. I, I do look, mate. I give Port Adelaide a fair bit of crap because they, you know, want to try and bring in another jumper that a team already has, and you know, you got tarps over the seats, and yeah. But how good is it we're talking about Port Adelaide, and we don't even have to mention Robbie Gray because at the moment he's had a terrible season, and yet we're we're, we're still fine, mate. That's even better because then when he starts to peak, whoa, champagne showers. <laughs> All right, let's get into number four. Number four is, now, a lot's been said about this bloke already, and I'm not going to bang it home, but is he the best redhead in the league right now? And I'm talking about an eight, 18-year-old bloke. I watched his game on the weekend against Fremantle, and he literally took the piss. Matt Rowell, 18-year-old. Now, I tried to write his stats down, and... The interesting thing about his stats, his stats are different to what they produce for everybody else because they compare him as a um, as a person from a rising star perspective. He has gone absolutely out of control, what he's done this year so far. His stats are unbelievable. He's like contested possessions, clearances, inside 50, score results, um, meters gained, disposals, handballs, kicks. He's just destroying everybody. He is an absolute beast. He's kicked six goals, considering that the leader in the Coleman's on 11. He's averaging 21 touches a game. He is just a beast, Ed. He's just a beast. He's probably got nine Brownlow votes out of four games already. Yeah. To the point, our mate uh, Chris Scott this week is going to tag him. Mm-hmm. He made, look, I don't know if you saw the footage. He, there was one bit in the middle where he grabbed the ball. Nathan Fife packed himself when he went near him. He yep. just threw him off. He's just a big boy, big body, and he is an absolute gun. And if anybody says anything different, oh, mate, he is going to be, I'll tell you what, sometimes it's like looking in a mirror when I see him play, but with red hair, not blonde, now brown and receding. So he's an absolute jun. All right. Let's have a look at a backman now. I want to go into a backman because the backman out there, we haven't left you alone. We've got someone here for you. This guy's from the Brisbane Lions, Harris Andrews. Absolute machine. So he's number one in the league for intercepts, second for one percenters, first for intercepts per game. Um, and he's actually spent the most, he's the fourth most amount of time on the ground. He was magnificent um, against. Uh, it was magnificent on the weekend. He just he just holds that back line down. Something chronic. The other one I was writing at, and I started writing his name down. I realized I got it wrong. If I had to throw another one to go exact with him, I'd be going um, Jacob Weedering because his last couple of years haven't been that flash. And one of the main reasons why Carlton are getting some consistency because Weedering's playing some good, consistent football as well too. But Harris Andrews, he's he's another young guy and he just sits at that four. He just jumps at everything. Absolute star. And Brisbane are very, very lucky to have him. All right. So that was number three. So number two is another Brisbane guy. And look, we, we sung his plaudits last year, but he's just started this year amazingly well. And that's Lockie Neal. First for disposals, contested possessions, total scorer involvements, 
effective disposals. He's number one in super coach. It could be, if he kicked straight on the weekend, he could have been leading the Coleman. Like, yeah. He is an absolute gun. And to think he came from Fremantle and wanted to go to Brisbane, it's just, like, he's just doing everything right. And it's great to see. And he's just a beast. And he gets the ball and he uses it so well. He's just getting better and better. Love it. Love it. But, so, so far it's been Boak, Matt Rowell, Harris Andrews, Lockie Neal. This guy, I'm putting him at number one. But from when I say number one, he's not just number one in this five. He's just number one that I just had to put in there. And I'll tell you what, Jamie's going to love this. It's not Connor Rosie, but it is someone from Port. It's Charlie Dixon. Now, he's been promising just to take games apart for a long time. He was okay when he was up at the Gold Coast, but something just wasn't there. It just goes to show if you do a mad preseason and you have a look at his rig, like seriously, he is, he's, he's Rambo three shredded. That's how good he is. He's Rocky, Rocky four versus Drago shredded. That is awesome. So he's kicked 11 goals. He's averaging 3.7 per game. I don't know how he kicked three, three and a bit goals a game, but he's leading the Coleman. He's missed the first game. He's first for contested marks. He's first for marks inside 50 per game. He is shredded. And his hands. Have you seen the size of his hands? Yeah. Mate, it is like, it was mentioned on the, one of the footy shows, it was like he's holding an Oz kick ball. <laughs> okay. Tom McDonald was very stiff. Tom McDonald was very stiff not to get into my top five worst players. Because I might have to roll that out next week. And if, if he continues what he's done in the first four games, he could be leading that one. But, <laughs> oh, mate, I love the dick. Big Dixon. I would lo- you know why I love him? Because that's exactly what I need. Not dicks. I want Dixon in the D's forward line. He's just, and he's just a brute, mate. And you can just see the hard work has paid off. He's going to be a massive difference for you, mate. It just takes the pressure off the other ones down there, the younger blokes, to know that you've got this big unit to kick to. In most cases, he's going to mark it. And his kicking yep. has been fantastic as well, too. So if I ran it off, like I said, top five, Boak, Harris Andrews, uh, Charlie Dixon, Lockie Neal, Matt Rowell, they'll be my top five players that I've noticed this year. If you want me to do the bottom five players next week, or the top five promised so much and under-delivered so far, let me know in the comments and I'll get that organized for next week. Yep. What do you yep. reckon? Okay. What do you reckon? Who's missing from the list? Who did I forget? Um, Connor Rosie. Simply. Anyone outside of your team would be good. Okay. Uh, you know the only one who I thought, well, you know the other one I thought who's um, he's actually going all right is uh, good old Tom Papley. He's having yep. an all right start to the season, considering the Swans aren't really doing all that much either. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Joe Danaher? Yep. What? So I would have put Joe Danaher in my bottom five. The only issue is, is that you've actually got to get on the park before you can actually show me that you're doing nothing. All right, so. Um, can't put that one in there, unfortunately. I'm surprised to see that um, Stephen May didn't get a, get a mention. Or <laughs> Look, hey, stop pot shot in my group, mate. All right, we can or Jake. 
Hey, Amazing stop pot, hacks. Stop pot shotting, all right? Hey, some of the things coming through on the chat at the moment is uh, Jai Simpkins had a great year. Jared Witt, tell you what, he got discarded. I said this last week. If you remember, I spoke about how well the Suns are going. Three wins in a row. First time that they've done it in a year. Yeah. But he's, he has just taken that role on as captain, and he's doing an amazing job up there. He must be loving his football. Like I said, him, Jared Harbrow, uh, David Swallow would be just loving football at the moment up there. Just with these young kids bringing some enthusiasm into the, into the club. Be in the list somewhere, I reckon. Zerha would be somewhere there. Zerha, I didn't have him on there, but apparently a few people have been saying that he's he's been going all right as well too. Be good. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? Everybody's got an opinion, you know, opinions, opinions are like assholes, everybody. Everybody's got one, okay? <laughs> so, exactly stuff. Um, Rightio, hey, is there anything that you want to... Um, kick into or any any viewer questions that we've got that have been delivered through we'll just wait a couple of minutes for the viewer questions you know i can just talk some talk some crap if you want to how yeah. was your day today peps yeah good mate just um absolutely flat out just working from home the only thing i miss with working from home is like i get to speak to people on zoom all day and that's okay you just need that human interaction and then you realize yeah. that you know the kids and that are on school holidays you wish that would leave <laughs> yeah okay all the parents out there who have been home by themselves and then the school holidays start, you want them to go back to school. Yep. You know, but unfortunately with some of the areas around me that have been hit by these COVID bans. You guys have, have been school. hit, haven't you, Taylor's no, Hill? No, I'm or... lucky. Taylor's Hill, mate. We so have, Taylor's Lake. We're fine. Yeah, Taylor's Lakes. Lake, because I've only got yep. one lake. Yep. But my postcode was free. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So we're, we're on, really I'm... happy about that. I'm on holidays this week. Um, just a couple of things before the questions come in. And can I first and foremost say good work, St Kilda, beating Richmond on the weekend. Richmond are woeful at the moment, aren't they? They just can't get it together. Valley. They need to start They need to start singing Eye of the Tiger and stop singing Kumbaya, I think, before games because they're, they're coming out. Is it because that there's no crowd? It, I think it could be because Gold Coast are playing fantastic with no crowds. Maybe they're used to that type of environment. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lee Max is in your head shape. Yeah, look, they're picking on my hairlines. They're just, they're just jealous, mate. They just, I actually got a haircut the other week. It was good. The yeah. other day you had it all Lego done. Yeah, I had it all going. I'm going to um, yeah, I'm going to try and grow like a faux mullet. How's the skateboard going? Yeah, bought a skateboard on the weekend. Fantastic. Had a stack. Almost got a concussion. Do you have elbows? Do you have like little wrist guards? Nah, and stuff mate, nah, up? nah. Just, just go out there. Just go out there, skateboard. Just up and down, mate. Go back up and down. It's fantastic. Do it with my daughter. She's a superstar. I thought you were brave, I thought you were brave getting a um, just a regular deck and not like a big longboard or something. Nah, I wasn't going to go walking. longboard. Nah, nah. Just got to just pick myself up an element deck. Just, uh, just like a few kickflips, a few 50-50s, a couple of nollies. <laughs> hey, how it goes. Yeah. Oh, nah, it's all good. Dude. It's all good. Hey, um, quick question. What, what before we before we wrap up this amazing week? Anything that really caught your eye before we wrap up um, this edition? Uh, what's caught my eye this week? Do you know what? It's probably been this week. Is probably um, thank you. Uh, no, Carlton. Mm. No, Carlton this week. Gritty. They oh, held yeah. on now games in a row. And you know what? If they, they, they just lost to us. So they could have won three yeah. in a row. Yeah. Yeah. 
so gritty. Um, Carlton hey, are very gritty. Actually, that's what I like. I, I, I have noticed one thing. I'm just looking at the crowd that listens to our um, uh, listens to the podcast. Uh, you know, we've got our international Mark the Stud over in England and his gorgeous girlfriend. Uh, so hello to you and uh, looking forward to your comments on this podcast. I'm looking at, they're picking on my hairline, uh, a lot of the people on the chat today in this live edition of the Lace Out podcast on our Facebook page, 8pm Australian Eastern Standard Time, every Tuesday night. Do you know we are a very follically challenged, we have a very follically challenged audience? So Buzz has given me someone on the on the solar panels. He's loose. He's got hardly anything left. Lee McKenzie is an absolute toe ball, and Habibi Burmo, like he's got a he's got a head like a busted asshole and a head that needs regular panel beating anyway. So, like they, they, they're picking on us as the hosts and our hairlines. You know, once again, don't go throwing you know stones in glass houses, gentlemen. Okay, you're not that. You're not that. See this thing? It's called hair. Things that you can only dream of. All right, righty Um, I reckon that's it for this week, mate. I've had an absolute cork up. But everybody who's tuned in today, thank you once again. Like I said, leave a comment on our Facebook page. Get on Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. If you write it, we'll read it out. It's as simple as that. If you want more and more people to get on and be part of this show every single week, tell them about it. All right. Get on the chat. Be part of the show. Be part of the family. We love it every single week. So um, on behalf of me, Chris Pepper, the superstar, J-Dog. J-Dog, how do you love your footy, mate? I like it. Lace out and power on top. Yeah, you love being on top. Like the ladies. Have a fantastic week, listeners. We'll see you this time next week. And remember, tomorrow night, tune in, tipped out, our tips every week. Go Dees. Have a great week. Bye, listeners. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Peace out.